And welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again. As always, I truly appreciate each and every one of you that tunes into the messages to see what's going on. And today we're going to talk about the evolution of identity. And this is really interesting because it's something that uh, Spirit had brought up a little while back. I think maybe in the summer, they brought up the idea of synergy. And I think I talked about it in one of the Making Sense of Life videos. And they spoke about how it was time to bring back the multifaceted nature of self. And I thought that was really neat and and pertinent at the time, but over the holidays, Spirit was really talking to me about the idea of the evolution of identity and even how our perspectives of who we are or how we identify are changing and that it's really time to embrace that. And so one of the things that they said is long time ago, we were kind of, there was kind of this idea that you, you pick something to do as a job and you do that job until retirement. And so in a sense, you identify with that job. So say, for example, somebody goes to dental school, they become a dentist and then they open a practice and then for their whole life, they're a dentist. So when someone asks, you know, what do you do? The response is I'm a dentist right? That's the most common response instead of what do you do? Well, I, you know, along with dentistry, I also love to rock climb. And in my spare time, I am a painter and an avid gardener and whatever, right? Like we identify by a singular thing. And that was kind of how it was, right? Because it went with that story of pick a job, do your job, get your pension, and then you're good to go. But what's happening is we're really in kind of a whole new flow of energy, and this has been building for a while. So this isn't just now, but the the consciousness of really embracing it is here in our faces, is embracing the multifacetedness of who we are, the many parts of who we are, and that that can change and evolve over time, and that is completely okay. Now is the time to do that. And I know for myself... Uh, Growing up, I always wanted to be a singer. That was my thing. I wanted to be a singer. So I worked towards that. I mean, I think I started recording some songs at the age of 15. Uh, Then I kind of took a break from it. And then I got back into it around 18, 19. And uh, I did a lot of singing through my 20s. And so I identified as a singer. Like, what's new with you, Jeanette? Oh, I'm doing this gig or I'm going on this tour or something. And It was really who I was. And although I was going to school and then university at the same time, and I got my kinesiology degree, I didn't identify as a kinesiologist. I identified as a singer. I wasn't bringing in both parts. I was being one part. And not that that's a bad thing, but in a way it was kind of limiting because I was being one thing. And so what happened was when I suddenly, when 
a lot of my mediumship started to really take over and really like push through the forefront. I remember feeling like I would be backstage at some shows and stuff and I was picking up on so many people's energies and insights and and not insights into their personal business. That's not what I mean, but I could viscerally feel someone's nervousness or angst or, you know, it was just getting really, really loud. And then I started to realize that once I'd accomplished some of the things I wanted to do within that industry, my time as that being my identity, my singular identity was coming to a close. So then when I quit singing, as I used to say, which spirit laughs, they're like, you never really quit. But for the sake of the story, when I quit singing and then I embraced being a kinesiologist, it was actually a real big shock because I could no longer identify myself as a singer because in my mind, now that I wasn't singing professionally, I was no longer a singer, like door closed, end of story. Now I am a kinesiologist and it took me a real long while to embrace identifying as then a kinesiologist. And this is when spirit was pushing even harder with mediumship and I was trying to ignore it even more, even though it was already happening. And, uh, I felt like I needed to sit under the label of one thing. And so this is, this is kind of an example of how, as I, you know, dove into then mediumship and transitioned out of kinesiology, I then was identifying as a medium and spirit would laugh. And, you know, when they brought through that synergy video a while back, they're like, why aren't you embracing the multifaceted nature of yourself? And I was like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you don't sing often anymore, even though you would want to. And you don't bring in or talk about the kinesiology principles as much as you can. They're like, why aren't you talking about mind, body, spirit, wellness? You're not just talking about spiritual stuff. You know more things about more things, as do all people. And so I was curious and I said, okay, well, tell me more. And they said, this is when they were really explaining that we're at this big paradigm shift where we don't have to be a, what's the word, maybe a professional or completely identify with only one thing. We can identify with strengths, with knowledge, with awareness, with expertise in several things if that's it, how we feel. We're not limited to a one box thing. The whole idea in our consciousness is changing. We're meant now to draw from many different things, because what it does is if we're willing to draw from the many different lessons, aspects, understandings of our lives, we then are also more open to embracing drawing from many different dimensional layers of consciousness as well. So what I mean by that is if I'm, for example, willing to draw from my experience as a kinesiologist, my experience performing on stage, my experience talking to spirit and pull forward things from that for a particular situation, then I also have essentially a template to also pull from multidimensional layers of consciousness. So I could pull a 4D consciousness perspective plus maybe a 7D consciousness perspective. Maybe my guides are coming through bringing me this, you know, higher than 3D way of understanding something. And I'm willing to bring that in as my reality because I'm not limited by the box that I put myself in right? It's our multifaceted nature. And so part of learning to be multifaceted in bigger, greater, higher dimensions, as well as 3D, 
we have to also be multifaceted in our singular lifetime here. And I hope that's making sense. Now, this is really paramount too right now because we, as we are evolving, are essentially quite hybrid in the way we embody dimensional consciousness. So I'm going to break that down. So we live in 3D reality, right? But many of us, especially those of you listening to this, uh, listening to the stuff that I put out, if you're listening again, it means you are pulling from higher levels of consciousness because otherwise you just wouldn't be interested. So if you think about it, we are always ebbing and flowing and moving through different layers of dimensional consciousness based on where we're at in our journey. So for example, you could have, um, say you have a health issue. So you could look at that health issue from a 3D perspective. Something is wrong with my tummy, say, right? Something's wrong with my stomach. You can look at it there, but you also, if you find yourself questioning, you know, what are the energetics behind this? I notice I'm really stressed as well. There's an energy here. So now you're pulling in a fourth dimensional level of consciousness. And then if you're like, okay, I have this issue, I'm stressed. You know, what, what else though is affecting? Is this maybe connecting to a past life? Is there something else that is triggering me to feel the stress in the first place that is deeper than just a 3D thing? Well, now you're pulling in a 5D level of consciousness. Because you're doing that, you're essentially hybridizing your experience. You are being multifaceted in what you're pulling from. And this is a really important thing because not all of us are just simply living purely from five or 60 consciousness. It's kind of hard to do right now because the density that we live in is 3D. So when we're willing essentially to pull from the many layers of our identity in 3D world, but also in the higher realms, we are becoming more multifaceted. This helps our evolution of identity. Now, the other part of this too that Spirit wanted to say is not only do we pull from our experiences in the present moment, right, into the present moment, but then it's also about giving ourselves the allowance to change, And they said, we are not meant to stay the same. And that, when when they said that statement, I was like, yes, okay, true, but also not true because aren't there some things we do want to keep the same? Like maybe someone's open-heartedness. They want to keep that as the same, that they are a loving, open-hearted person. And they said, yes, this is a generalization, but leaving it as a generalization, they're like, the point of evolution is to change and grow and become more or expand or essentially like the word is evolve. And they said, we are evolving through light and through dark. We are meant to evolve through light and dark. So we're not meant to just be light because if we're just light, we don't understand the impact of dark. We need dark to recognize light, but we need to embrace that. We need to embrace the good lessons and the tough lessons, the good experiences and the tough experiences, the times where we've been super kind and maybe the times we've been a total jerk, right? Even if we didn't necessarily mean it. And sometimes we're so grumpy, we do mean it. And then when we're not grumpy anymore, we're like, oh gosh, that was pretty rude of me. Maybe I should go back and apologize. All of those things create lessons that we can pull from. 
And so they're like, we need to start embracing our evolutionary change within self as a good thing with an allowance of doing so. And so they gave me this example. They're like, it is okay to essentially meditate in the morning and have a ritual with your altar and your smudge and all of that, pray, chant, whatever you want to do. It's okay to do that in the morning and then go out in the evening and go to a party or go out for dinner and have some drinks, whatever your way of going out and about is, right? It is okay to be both. It is okay to, you know, have a deep meditative experience and maybe cry and feel so profoundly connected to source that you're just in awe and wonder and you look around the world and you're like, wow, this is amazing. My mind is blown. Something in me is completely changed. And then later in that same day, goof around with your kids and pretend to be, I don't know, uh, a horse and your kids are riding on your back and you're crawling around your house laughing and giggling or playing with Play-Doh, right? Like it's okay to fully embrace those two polarities. That's part of being us. We can be mindful and we can be ambitious. We can be calm and centered and we can be passionate and outgoing. We are not one box. And ascension is essentially the collapsing of the idea of the box, right? I did a video a while back on uh, dimensional consciousness and I described it, how spirit had shown me with boxes. So we have the box at first, a square box, but as we raise our level of consciousness from 3D, which is the box, to 4D, to 5D, to 6D, we actually see the box collapse and eventually transform into um, like a six-pointed star, So if you want to know more about that, definitely check out that video, but it's about the collapsing of boxes. And so we need to essentially give ourselves permission to be all of who we are, be the light and the dark, be the, the good moments and the not so good moments. And you know, here's the thing, we're not meant to be perfect in where we're going, but the more consciousness we have, the more we can choose in moments to do the better thing, right? So maybe you grew up and you had a really fiery personality and you would flip out all the time, right? And maybe you look back on that and you're like, oh gosh, I'm so, I can't believe I was that brutal. Well, that taught you a lot about who you are now. And maybe now you know that your rule of thumb is when you're triggered, you pause and you take three breaths. And in those three breaths, you calm yourself and you choose, okay, is this a time I actually need to get angry? Or is this a time where I can either A, walk away, B, use better words or something? Is there something different I can do here, right? Not only does that change allow you to, first of all, understand others when they flip out, when they flip out right away. It also allows you to be a teacher to those that knew you before of how much you've grown and evolved and changed and that they can too by conscious choice. So there's, there's many cool things. So if you give yourself permission to be all of the parts and to change when it feels right and to hold steady to the other things that feel right, then you are evolving within your identity. And that's a powerful thing when we're willing to evolve. 
And like I said before, it's okay if, if others don't get it. And if it's okay if you don't get it right, we're not meant to evolve perfectly, but we're meant to evolve. And so if the changes that you're making feel peaceful within regardless, then you're moving in the right direction, right? Sometimes they can feel really unnerving. Sometimes they can be very challenging, but if you sit in the energy of it and it feels right and you're like, no, I need to do this, then you're moving in the right direction. And so one thing to consider is um, when we can really allow ourselves the freedom to grow and evolve our identity as it feels right, try things, you know, after you try something, choose whether you want to continue that or not, is it also allows us more compassion and space for others as they choose to grow and evolve, right? Like we can recognize in somebody who, you know, maybe used to flip out also. And when we see them trying to catch their breath or take a breath or walk away, we're like, Ooh, look at them. They're trying to change and we can support them in that change. And so something to realize too, is that sometimes when we if we catch ourselves judging someone else who's growing and evolving in their identity and say you have a conversation and, and they say something that triggers you and, and they're like, well, I changed my mind on this. I now think this and you're triggered by it. A good thing to do is ask yourself why you're triggered and if maybe you're judging their change because underneath it all, you're actually really desiring to change or evolve your identity right? Maybe you're desiring to embody things that you were in the past. Like me, for example, I would feel kind of triggered, triggered, yeah, triggered with people that were singing or releasing something singing. And I'd be like, why, why am I feeling a sensation in my body about this? I'm like, I'm not a singer anymore. Why does this matter? And really it's because why shouldn't I sing still? And if I want to record something, why shouldn't I record something? Just because I no longer sing professionally, it doesn't mean I still can't enjoy all the ways in which I would wish to create through singing, right? And another example of that is dance. I used to dance. This is a great example. Thank you. Spirit's like, talk about dance. I grew up dancing. I danced for 16, 17 years. And then I had to quit because I focused on figure skating. I couldn't do both. I didn't have enough time. And I always missed dance. And so years went by, 15, 15 or so years went by. And finally, after my daughter got into dance, I had the nerve to put myself back in an adult dance class. I was so nervous to do it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be as good as I used to be before. And that was so long ago. And I'm not a dancer anymore. I used to dance. And I realized once I got into that dance class and started moving again, that I was just busting barriers of old limitations and boxes. And why can't I dance now as an adult? Why not? We compete. And why can't I compete as an adult? What, why, why, why not? Right? Like it's, it's a funny thing to think about, but giving myself that ability to step back into dance class gave me a piece of, uh, my old identity that I loved gave me the opportunity to bring it back in which then opened the door for me to bring back in the singing aspect, which opened the door for me to embrace whichever parts I feel like embracing. And that's an example of the message that Spirit is saying. And I want to say, do I have it down perfect? No, not at all. Not at all. But 
It's a willingness and a crushing of the boxes to just simply be and evolve. And so that's really what spirit is saying is you are multifaceted in your experiences, in your skills and abilities. Allow that to come to the surface. If you say were a carpenter for a long time, but then you got into law school and say you've been, you know, in the corporate world doing that kind of stuff, it doesn't mean you still can't build furniture and then maybe sell it on the side. Why not? Why not? Embrace the multifaceted nature of you. Allow the evolution of your identity. This year is really the year to really allow allow that to come to the surface with the return of the light that we've been talking about. It really is this energy that is coming in support of what your deepest desires are. If your deepest desires are true and pure from your heart, then the light is working in favor to help support you to bring that to the surface and to bring it out into the world, whatever it may be. And so I encourage you guys to look at what parts of your past, either skills, abilities, experiences, understandings, are wanting to come to the forefront. Or maybe something you've always thought of, maybe you always wanted to write a book, but you just never have. Well, why not start? Right? Allow you to evolve as to who you are so that when it's your time to exit this planet, you can look at the list of things that you did, you were willing to try, to do, to change, to be, and be proud of this massive bucket list. And that bucket list could be anything from like big, huge things like say, writing a book, uh, taking a new class, but it could be as simple as like, you know, I've always just wanted to cut my hair and dye it purple with spikes just for a bit. So you do, right? Again, you do you, but uh, be curious about what is asking you for an opportunity within to be expressed or to be embodied. Now is totally the time. So I will leave that with you guys. Uh, Thank you as always so much for joining me on the show and uh, definitely check out avalonspirit.com. I do want to say that I am hosting a lightworker mentorship circle level one and level two. Uh, Level one starts in February and level two is in March. And that is really an opportunity for you to grow in your ability to connect with spirit. So if you're feeling drawn to that, check out the website avalonspirit.com under courses and you will find it there. And I so look forward to seeing you in class if you should so decide. All right, everyone have a beautiful week and I will see you guys next week.